Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. There's my teeth. Traveler, fashionista. Ooh la la. When she's not helping people with their smile, she's making them smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. I'm a cheese head, duh. This is Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra, and you're listening to her podcast. Hey dolls, thanks for joining me on this week's episode of Just Floss It. I am so excited because this week I have another special guest. I just keep popping all the special guests here. Um, This one is very dear to my heart as well because it is one of my good friends from Instagram, the IG, you know, you know where it's at. (laughs) I like to bring different dental professionals on the podcast because I feel like it just gives everyone a different perspective on dentistry as a whole. I had a quick sneeze, so I had to pause the recording, but the sneeze was not cute, so I didn't think to record it. (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by OrthoBuddy, an orthodontic toothbrush made for traditional and lingual braces. It takes 20 to 30 seconds to use with toothpaste, and you use it to brush above and below the wire on the upper and lower teeth. And then follow up, of course, with your regular toothbrush. It can be manual or electric. It replaces your proxy, interproximal, or even Christmas tree brush. The brush lasts for up to three to four months, and the handle is actually made of birch wood. It helps orthodontists and dental professionals like ourselves and even parents turn patients from poor brushers during orthodontic treatment to excellent brushers. It prevents white spots, deep calcification, cavities, and gum issues by cleaning all around and in between the brackets, elastics, and up to the gum. OrthoBuddy is super easy to use, safe, and effective. You can find them on their Instagram, ortho underscore buddy, or on their website, www.ortho-buddy.com. I absolutely love it, and I have been personally using it with my mom. We tried it on her. I'm sure you've seen my Reels or TikTok video that I created with her. It was so much fun, let alone I really enjoyed the toothbrush. I I recommend it highly to all of my patients that are undergoing orthodontic treatment, and I just cannot say enough great stuff about it. Without further ado, let me get my girl on the phone, get her up on that hotline bling. Let's get her up. Let's call bling bling, ring ring. Get over her call. Let's see, let's see. Ay, mi chica, vamos a llamar a ti, por favor, un momento. Oh. Is this just Blossett? Is this brush with Brit? I didn't even tell the listeners who it was. I just said one of my IG baddies from obviously Instagram. Um, I was like, I have a special guest, but I guess they all know. If you don't know, this is at Brush with Brett. If you're not following her, you are making a huge mistake. You need to go hit that follow button. I absolutely love seeing her stuff, and she reminds me so much of myself. She's funny, outgoing, and just, I don't know, just, you're just so fun, and I love that about you. You're the best. (laughs) No, you are. You really are. You've been one of my best biggest supporters and I cannot say enough great things about you and it's so cool to see you grow and do what you love as well and I just feel so honored to call you a friend oh same I remember when I followed you (laughs) well I was like freaking messaging you for advice because I was just like in the middle of hygiene school dying (laughs) oh my gosh I'm sure we all could relate Um, Let's tell the crowd a little bit about yourself, where you went to school, how you started IG. Give me the whole scoop and the nine yards. 
All right. So I am a college dropout who decided to become a dental assistant because I didn't know what the heck I was doing with my life. And then after I did dental assisting for like two years, I decided I wanted to pursue hygiene. And now I have been a hygienist for about nine months. And I went to Southwestern College in San Diego. And it was it was all right. It was a journey, definitely a journey, but it is worth it. And I am absolutely so happy to be where I am today. Um, my Instagram just kind of happened during COVID. I was just kind of bored at home waiting to graduate because it got postponed. And I just started posting more on Instagram and, of course, had inspiration from you. And, yeah, it's just kind of been something that I do on the side while I'm still working. Um, but... I make a little bit of money here and there doing it, and I hope hopefully that I can help more people the way you helped me um, in the end. It's not really about the money for me. It's more just about helping people um, learn about oral hygiene and also get through hygiene school. I think we all have the same mission, whether it be you, me, the French hygienist, uh, millennial RDH, or uh, fit little hygienists. I think it's so great that we are building a community within each other that empowers each other and, you know, inspires other people to keep going. Even when shit hits the fan or feels like you can't go anymore, I'm telling you guys that you can do it. And the funny part is, is that once a long time ago, I feel a lot of us feared talking about our failures or our unsuccessful <laughs> parts mm-hmm. of our life but honestly I think without failures you can't find success and I think that's how we got here and I don't consider myself successful yet but I do feel like I'm on a path towards getting closer to that point you are girl <laughs> <laughs> and so are you how many days a week are you currently working Um, I'm working four days right now, and then in January, I'll start to work four days on and then five days, so like four, five, four, five, um, just to cover some maternity leaves that are happening in our office. Oh, that's so kind of you. Yeah, so a couple of us are kind of doing that just to help um, cover those couple of months, but four is definitely... Um, max after that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I I did five years for, gosh, two and a half, almost three years. And I commend anyone who is listening on here or follows any one of us and works five days forever. I just couldn't do it. My body was yelling at me <laughs> by the end of it. And this year I pl- I made a big move and cut back to four. And Now that I have Fridays off, it just feels so much better, and uh, I commend you for picking that up and doing that for someone. (laughs) Yeah, for for a little bit, and plus, like, my 30th birthday is coming right after that. Your big dirty 30? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're really close in age, dude. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, we are. You don't look 30, (laughs) so I feel better. That you look good, so. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, definitely four is is the most, like, I can do. I have done five a couple times, and it just gets very exhausting. I have no idea how you did it that long. No clue. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, it was, like, the end goal for me. It was, I wanted a house, and that was really, like, the main reason why I kept going. But once I got it, 
then it was like, okay, well, I want to get a new couch, a new table, all these different things. And then you realize, you know what, all these materialistic things are not worth your body, your energy, and your mental energy to put forth for just those type of things. Like things like that can wait and you don't need it at this very, very moment. So it took me a little bit to realize, but I'm glad I'm back to reality. (laughs) And I just feel more balanced. And I'm sure you understand even right now with your schedule because you're working for, so you probably have a little bit of a break. Yeah, I have like, I usually have Mondays off, um, but burnout is definitely real. It's a real thing in hygiene. (laughs) I feel like they taught us that in school, but to be honest with you, it wasn't that I didn't care. It was that I don't think I comprehended what it really meant or felt like. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, any normal job, you can work five days a week. You're like, I can do a computer job and really what's cleaning teeth five days a week. And then you realize, oh, that's what they meant by ergonomics and sitting right and not overworking yourself. Plus, I feel like it is also emotional, too. Like, you're constantly just trying to give the patient the best experience that they can have, and sometimes it can be very draining. Like, if I see new patients, if I see, like, three new patients in one day, I'm exhausted by the end of the day because I'm just giving them my all and trying to make sure that they're comfortable and giving them the best version of me that I can possibly give them so that they continue to like improve their oral health. So it just gets really tiring on your body and your mental too, I feel like. Yes. Can we please talk about that a little bit more? I do feel like it gets very draining and what a lot of What they don't teach you necessarily in school is how to combat different types of energies throughout the day. For instance, your eight o'clock patient may be happy-go-lucky, may tell you all about the last six months that you've missed in their life, and then your nine o'clock may show up and just hate you. Anything you do, they don't want you to put them in supine position. They don't want you to polish their teeth with mint. They want bubble gum, and you've never carried bubble gum. Um, (laughs) they don't want to take x-rays, even though the last time they took them was two years ago. And you're just like, I cannot do anything right with this person. I just can't. And you like, yeah, sorry, keep going. (laughs) No, I feel like that definitely plays a big role in burnout because you don't learn about that that much in school. And then you start to just experience all these different types of patients and you just weren't ready for it to be like more about how you interact with people as well as cleaning teeth you know it's not just cleaning teeth it's like both of these things that you weren't necessarily prepared for exactly a hundred percent and it's like no matter how nice you are sometimes your energies just don't align with that person no matter what you do and (laughs) you have to remind yourself like it's not you they're probably going through something at home and It just really takes a toll on you mentally and physically. Yeah, it definitely does. I've had my days already just within nine months. Right? Oh, just. I was not ready for that. I know. It's it's a, I, I can't imagine people that don't really have a tough skin, how they would handle certain situations because I consider myself pretty tough. But sometimes the way that patients come at me, 
I just think to myself, how do normal or other people handle this situation? <laughs> like, how do they not lose their marbles? Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, I felt like I had a good, I had a good taste of what it was like because I was an assistant for so long, but it definitely is different as a hygienist because I feel like there's just things that, for instance, like sometimes patients don't always think the hygienist knows what they're doing and just being questioned in that way can be very hard to deal with like it it makes you feel like you you don't have confidence or it just makes you question like what you're gonna say or how you're gonna say it because you just feel like the patient just thinks you don't know what you're doing and that part is tough Ooh, I have a really good question for you so you mentioned that you were a dental assistant how many years were you dental assistant for So I, in total, was a dental assistant for about eight years. Now, transitioning from a dental assistant to a dental hygienist, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, so I never was a dental assistant, so let's just note that, Um, but going from a dental assisting to dental hygiene, what was one thing that you saw in dental hygienists that you didn't understand why they did certain things? into like jumping into dental hygiene and realizing like, oh, that's why they did that. Like what was one thing that maybe irked you that you didn't necessarily understand that they did that now you're like, oh, that makes sense why they do that? So I feel most of the offices or pretty much all of the offices I worked at, all the dentists were the ones doing the cleanings. Oh. Yeah, and so I only tempt like here and there as an assistant where they had a hygienist, but I never really had to like work with them or anything. Oh, actually my first very, very, very first office um, where I even did like my intern at as a dental assistant, Mm -hmm. um, that hygienist there was actually, which I guess this is a little bit different because I still don't understand why she was this way, but um, she was very like tutorial about like her, me being in her space like she was very rude to me just as I was an assistant and she was a hygienist it was like a very separation type of thing and I never understood that and I still don't so I feel like that's kind of how I want to be a different hygienist as to where like I'm very welcoming to the assistants I help them when I can and it's kind of like I'm trying to do the opposite because I was a brand new dental assistant and I didn't know anything about dentistry. And she was like one of the first hygienists I was around. I was just like, what the heck? I was so surprised that she was like that, but it is out there. It's so, it's very common. I feel like. Yeah. I, I can even say that as an older dental hygienist to a younger one, I've seen it as well. And Mm -hmm. I don't understand it because it's not like we're in competition with one another or like we're combating for the same job because at the end of the day, like it's not about us, it's about the patients. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the catty part about our job, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is. But I, um, so assisting the dentist, that's kind of what made me want to be a hygienist because I just saw some dentists doing dental cleanings and I just knew that there was a specialist or I guess you can call us kind of like cleaning specialist yeah. <laughs> hygienist that and that's like the position that I wanted to do just because I feel like dentists are more like about doing fillings and doing the restorative work where a hygienist is going to be taught 
to do all of the preventative stuff and have those conversations with the patient about how to floss and how to brush and what to do to prevent cavities. Um, so I just felt like that was a perfect position for me. Yeah, it's it sounds extremely fitting. And you said you went to Southwestern? Yeah, Southwestern Community College. Would you recommend it? I, um, okay, so I would, um, but there was definitely things that were tough, but I feel like it's with every, every program that is out there, there are things that are going to be difficult to handle or not very well sorted out or not by the book or some things are just going to be taught in a way that you're not going to be able to understand right off the bat. So I feel like every program has their little things that aren't that great. But overall, my program was very good. Very, very good. And I would highly recommend it, especially as a community college. Becoming a hygienist through a community college is the way to go in my eyes. Um, Definitely to avoid student loans and things like that. And um, it was a very good experience overall, I would say. I actually have to second her with that. How much would you say like the overall program costs you? Overall, it was probably like, so. Including like maybe living and yeah. Including. Let's just say everything, like surviving. (laughs) Okay, well, first the tuition was like 13,000, but that doesn't include like being able to qualify for financial aid or like bog fee waiver, all of that kind of stuff. So that portion of it like really came out to hardly anything because I did qualify for financial aid. Um, But also at the time, I lived in a tiny, tiny, tiny like casita. It wasn't even a casita. It was basically a bedroom with like a bathroom and a little area to cook. It was very, very small, like 300 square feet probably. And that like my rent just for that was like 800 because I was like in San Diego. So and I split that with my boyfriend, but I also was an assistant at the time. So that helped pay for that. So I don't really know how to give a grand total. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I think you gave a, a great number, 13000 Then you probably have to yeah. add in like instruments, right? Or did they supply that oh, no, for that's you? Included, that was included in the tuition. Oh, wow. I mm-hmm. think our, I want to honestly say like our stuff probably costs about 18 but like she said if you apply for the bog waiver and the grants and scholarships honestly it comes out to very very little I would say overall I paid about $30,000 and that's including like living expenses like rent um, car payment um, all of that but I lived minimal minimalistic (laughs) minimalistically I definitely definitely, had to change my lifestyle. I didn't have, like, a car payment at the time because I just, like, kept my old little car and just did that. (laughs) I was fine with that. And then, like, I had um, my insurance bill and then, like, my phone bill. But that was, like, not very much. But that's pretty much all I had for bills. What would you say was, like, the hardest thing about hygiene? Hygiene school? Mm Mm-hmm. The hardest thing for me about hygiene school was balancing everything at one time. It was definitely very 
challenging because I was working. Um, I have a boyfriend. I have friends, you know, family, school. I also decided that I wanted to run for class president. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, I <did> that. <laughs> so I did that too. Um, and it's just a lot. It's hard to find the perfect balance. And I didn't have time to like focus on myself or work out or anything like that. It kind of just went out the window um, as far as like eating and working out and that kind of stuff. Um, but that for me is probably the hardest thing is just finding how to balance all of that at one time and still try to get good grades. I mean, a lot of hygienists, hygiene students want to get straight A's. Um, I can tell you right now that did not happen for me. I definitely had some A's and B's going on, which is fine. You don't have to get straight A's to graduate and it ends up not mattering. Like it doesn't matter at the end. Nobody's going to be like, let me see your hygiene grades. <laughs> Nobody says that. So I always try. It's so much easier to say, like, don't stress about that part. But I really, really, really do mean, like, don't stress yourself out about that because it ends up just like putting you in a terrible mindset. And you're just so hard on yourself about every every little thing. So I feel like it's best just to put your best foot forward and try to get good grades. Don't try to get straight A's. I mean, try, but you don't have to get straight A's. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely the hard part is balancing everything at one time. It really is. I found it really difficult to like say no to most things and having friends and family members that didn't understand that I just could not attend or like... <laughs> Like, school yeah, just came first, and honestly, like, I, I think I even lost a few friends because of it, um, because I literally immersed my whole entire life into the program. Like, I feel like it was because I had no other choice. It was like, well, I can't turn back now. I already let go of my job at Nordstrom. I have nothing but dental hygiene to accomplish right now and so I just feel like a lot of people don't understand it unless they're in it and even at times I don't even think Paul my husband understood it as yeah. as much as they like see you all the time studying it was like they didn't under they still don't understand like the amount of schooling that we go through <laughs> yeah the stress that you have trying to find well I don't know if your program was this way but just trying to find patience yeah and and hoping that they don't cancel because it affects your grade. It absolutely does. And then it's like there's only so many factors that you can truly control. And patients are just not one of those. Even if you pay for them, you Uber them, like you, <laughs> they could have a herpetic lesion and then they get sent home. And it's just like there's so many factors that can play against you as a student in clinical hygiene and it's so stressful. And not to mention, like, I don't know if this happened in your program. I really haven't talked about this much, like, on the podcast because I don't want to talk, like, negatively about any of my classmates. I really enjoyed my entire class. They were all very sweet. And I'm very grateful that I graduated with the 16 most coolest women on the planet. Um, however, like, claws did come out. And I feel like that shit needs to stop. 
Like we all have the same end mission and that is to graduate. And no matter what, if you all help each other, you are all going to make it to the end. And I just saw like really dirty sides of people. We live or our program was in like a really prominent Hispanic area. Um, I'm Mexican or half Mexican, so I speak Spanish. And I think about five other girls in my program out of 16 also spoke Spanish. So a lot of my classmates heavily depended on us to text message, call, leave voicemails on time that, let's face it, like I really didn't have. But I still made it a priority for a lot of my classmates because I cared so much about them passing. But girl, when it came to like, roles reversed and me needing help, best believe like those people dip and you realize like you have one or maybe two good dental besties in the program. You're lucky if you have three (laughs) and you just like you form these clicks that you never thought you would form the first year because you guys are all so tight the first year. Everybody's so cool. (laughs) And then second year, holy moly, Everyone switches like a light, like a light switch. And it's gnarly. It's, it's gnarly. Exactly, exactly how our program was. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about senior year, but it all of a sudden becomes this competition and people are talking crap about people, making shit up about people. And it's just like this whole drama fest that like I'm not trying to be in. Yes. Oh, it got like so catty in my program, like towards the end. And it was so sad because we were such a tight knit group in the very first year. And then, like, towards the end, like, there was just snakes in the grass, and it was so sad because literally, like, specifically one person basically made everybody turn on this person, and it was sad. It was really sad to watch because this person had it, like, in their hands to not be that way, but... It was like the moment something was said, it would be shared with the other group and then it would be like twisted and oh, it was just awful. It was awful. I think a lot of the programs are the same and ours was like that, especially when it came time for us to, um, when we were getting closer to our graduation, we were literally fighting over the color purple and if we should wear white coats or not. Oh, God. And then and at the end of the day, up, like, none of that stuff even matters. Like, you look back yeah, at it and you were like, this was so stupid. You didn't even have a graduation. That's yeah, not funny. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Like, we were all fighting over this thing that didn't even matter. And I feel like that's definitely something that um, I have learned through COVID and everything because that moment all we were thinking about was boards and graduation and all that stuff and it just all got canceled and scheduled and moved around and it was just like it just taught me that things are going to happen when they're supposed to happen like you don't have control over those things so you definitely should not be fighting about the color purple (laughs) (laughs) dude mine was all about patience like I feel like most of the cattiness was like over patients and it was so crazy because if anything like the Spanish speakers are the ones that really 
really did a majority of the work. And yeah, because it's like, not only are they doing like all the texting, the calling, uh, but also when the patients get into the room, how are you supposed to communicate to them? So Mm -hmm. like, you better make those people your best friends, treat them right, go buy a Starbucks for them, bring them a, I don't know, a bag of candy, something. That's all I can say is like, keep those people really close to you. Stay out of the drama. Like, if it surrounds you, find a different place and just attack it differently or don't attack it at all. Have fun and hygiene. And just yes. remind yourself, like, this is so sh- such a short period of your life and this is just a chapter. And one day you're going to look back at it and say, like, wow, I did that and it was all worth it. But we didn't need to go through all that wild, crazy girl drama (laughs) yeah and is so small too it's like in in one area there there are only going to be your number of dental offices and everybody knows everybody i feel like Mm -hmm. girl you can say that again everybody knows everybody and just remember that when you're in the program like treat others right because people do talk and yeah that's all I really have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, so just be nice and have fun. And yeah, <laughs> be nice, have fun, and make the best of life. Life's too darn short, seriously. <laughs> and plus the professors, you know, they have those job opportunities too. Yeah, they really do. And trust me when I say they're, like, looking out for you low-key. When they we, sure are. Yeah, when we graduated, like, we got tons of emails asking like our class like hey does anybody want this job or whatever which is pretty rad they don't have yeah, to do that mm-hmm. it's really nice yeah. you yeah. so you said you had a boyfriend during the program the one that you're with oh, right yeah, now still are you still, still with him still <laughs> yeah he's still your boo thing yes how'd you guys meet so we actually met in um, Spanish class in high school. Oh, wow. Um, are you guys high school yeah. sweethearts? Yeah, I guess you can call us that. Oh, that's so sweet. We don't usually say that, but yeah, I guess. Um, you should totally say that. That is the cutest darn story Spanish. Does he know Spanish? No, he doesn't. And he's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> His mom didn't teach him, and she speaks full, full Spanish. She's oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's literally like my best friend from dental hygiene. She's Hispanic or Mexican. And I was always like, girl, how are you Mexican and don't know how to speak Spanish? Like, I cannot do this for you. You need to learn Spanish. And it's just funny because, you know, everybody thought she'd speak Spanish. So she'd be in, like, the midst of working on a patient, and they'd start speaking to her in Spanish. And she's like, I I don't speak <laughs> yeah it's definitely something that is on my to-do list and I'm hoping to be able to learn Spanish um after I finish this bachelor's degree that I'm getting that's right you're working on your bachelor's degree huh yes oh share us share with us what what's going on okay so I am going through it's called West LA Community College. It's another community college and this program is made for the working dental hygienist who has an associate's degree already in dental hygiene. Mm -hmm. And it is like created by dental hygienists too, which 
is great. <laughs> so um, they created this program so that you can work, even if you work full time, you could still manage this program and um, you can choose to do full time or part time, um, depending on what workload you want to do. I chose to do full time and I started like, I started the program, I think like I graduated in August and then at the end of August, I started the bachelor degree program. Um, and I'm going to be done like less than just about a year. Wow. Exactly. That's year. awesome. So yeah. are you going to have a bachelor's in dental hygiene? Is that what yeah. it's called? Mm-hmm. That's so neat. I did not know that West LA offered that. Yeah. And it's um, you're still able to use like your financial aid or anything like that. And even if you couldn't, I believe the program is three to five thousand. That's so affordable. Yeah, it's that's not very extremely much affordable. Is it mostly online or in person? It's it's all online, um, all discussion boards. There's no Zoom meetings or anything like that. It's all like you do it all on your time. Oh my gosh! What I know a, what a great program. I honestly had no idea about this program. Yeah, it's so great, and I've been able to do it um, while working this full-time, and I did the full-time route, too, so part-time would be even easier, and the classes aren't, they're not extremely hard. They're nothing like the Dental Hygiene Associates program, nothing like that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, that's really good to know. I will have to look into West LA school. I've I don't know if I want to go back to school, but tons of people Mm -hmm. always ask me, like, I want to get my bachelor's degree. So it's really good to know. But if you guys want more information, you should follow her at Brush with Brett. And I'm sure she'd be happy to provide you with more info and her personal experience. The link and everything. (laughs) Oh, there you go. And the link and everything. (laughs) Hey, let's hop on to uh, let's talk about Instagram. And yes. IG and social media, I feel like a lot of people don't understand why we do social media or how social media works. And I feel like you and I together can enlighten people on how it works and just kind of share like the good, the bad, the ugly um, parts of social media. Yeah. um, I, well, when I first started doing it, Reels and I wasn't even on TikTok yet. So it was just posts. So just like Instagram pictures and stuff like that, which I feel were definitely more easy than making reels and TikToks. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I feel like, you know, what's really interesting, I had actually someone uh, write me a message, not a message, a comment on one of my posts. And it said, why are you copying millennial RDH? And (laughs) at first, like the message kind of irked me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And then Mm -hmm. secondly, I like thought I sat back and I thought about it. And I was like, at the end of the day, all of us, I, I mean, I feel like I can say this with confidence. We all have the same mission. And we are all taught (laughs) the same exact thing in our dental hygiene programs. And we have this baseline of education on how to promote and educate oral health and how it affects the body. So absolutely, all of our information is going to be pretty much the same. And is it copying each other? Mm, I wouldn't say necessarily, and I wouldn't ever look at that. 
I would say that we all were taught the same information and we all want to execute the same type of mission or statement to people. And there's no other way to kind of put information sometimes. It's it's <laughs> very, I don't know, I feel like we can all kind of put our own touches to things, but I think there's a very dark side of Instagram and how people criticize us. And at the end of the day, like, we're dental hygienists. And this whole social media stuff is not something that they give you a book on and say, do it like this. Or make reels and TikToks like this. It truly just comes from your own personality and how creative you are. And so I feel like people tend to forget that there is actually a true person behind it or a human with emotions behind it. And that at the end of the day, we all still have our own full-time, part-time jobs as dental hygienists clinically. Yeah, absolutely. It is so hard, even with like, I don't even know how it is to have a bigger following. I'm sure it's even harder getting those negative comments and things like that because I feel like there's just this idea of what we are like some each person has their own idea of what their dentist or what their hygienist should be like so when you put out a certain reel or a tiktok and somebody doesn't agree with that I mean it's just so hard because like you said it's a person that's just being creative and putting nobody's telling them how to do it they're just doing it on their own so not everything is going to be perfect or the video isn't going to come off the same to everybody the way you intended it to so it's just very difficult and I definitely do struggle with um, reading comments that aren't so nice and how to handle that I mean to be honest I literally called Jasmine and was like I need to talk to you about this because I don't know what to do Um, because it's hard it's hard you don't want to come off unprofessional but you also are a person and you have a life outside of being a hygienist as well and so like if you're able to create reels and tiktoks and things like that that make oral hygiene fun and informative and it spreads awareness about it then it's it's the best to be able to do that but it does also come with some feedback that we may not yeah I think people have to remember we're in a very vulnerable um, situation or uh, platform and I I know I've probably could have addressed certain topics maybe a little bit differently or maybe came across a little bit more gentle um, I guess I don't mean to be harsh or mean or curt or disrespectful at all to people I think sometimes I try to make fun or make light of our entire profession as a whole because I think that dentistry has received a really bad rap over the last many many years way before my time Um, people associate dentistry with scary or pain uh, which are all very understandable Um, so I want people when they do find me in particular on social media to be like, wow, she's kind of cool. Like she's fun. She's goofy. Like she's making fun of 
the environment that I'm about to put myself in and I feel comfortable or less scared going in to see her because of that. Um, I think for so many years, dentistry was so serious. Even when you watched commercials on TV, I mean, it's not always something that pops up on the TV, but you'll see a Colgate commercial or Crest and it's so mundane, so vanilla (laughs) as I would call it. And I think that's why I entered dentistry influencing with a different mindset. I wanted to change that. I found that dentistry was so boring, so boring in the form of advertising. And I'm so happy to see people like you, um, Iman, Hadir, just kill it. And I'm so dang proud to call you my friends. And it's just so beautiful to see that like, we're creating a new space for dentistry as a whole. They really are. And it is like, it's so cool to see too, because I also feel that like hygienists aren't always like, aren't that known. Not a lot of people even know what a hygienist is. And I feel like we're definitely bringing more awareness to that. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. And it's no shame to dental dental assistants that are on here. A lot of people think that we are dental assistants, which I'm completely fine with, but dental hygienists do go to school a little bit longer. They do go through quite a few more exams and licensing and all this hoopla (laughs) and hoops. Um, And they are very, very different, but each of them is so significant and so important to a practice. And they bring something that is very important to the table for each patient. And so I think it's awesome that people are learning the difference now between what is a dental assistant, dental hygienist, and a dentist, and what each of our purposes is. Yes, absolutely. I remember somebody was posting about that just the other day, and there was something, a negative comment about it, or saying that the hygienist was saying it was, like, negative about being called an assistant, which... Coming, me being an assistant and then being a hygienist, I completely understand where the hygienist is coming from. And I think that most of it comes from just people not knowing the different positions. Like they just have no, they don't even know that a hygienist is like a thing. They think it's either the assistant or the doctor. Um, It's not that known. And I feel like that's where the confusion comes from. And I don't think that the patients are like, trying to be rude in any way I just think they just don't know so that's why it's so cool that there's so many of us that are just putting information out there and more people are learning about it yeah I completely agree and I'm so excited to see where we all take dentistry like where we'll be I mean I started Just Fawcett three years ago you started Rush with Brit what about a year ago yeah and like Going to my popular page, which I rarely do nowadays, um, it's so neat to see my whole thing filled with dental stuff. And maybe the algorithm (laughs) knows me best. I don't know. But (laughs) um, it's just, it's really rad to see everybody growing and doing what they love. 
I can't wait to be able to do like the AD or the CDA or like the, um, what are they called? Like the, yeah, the ADHA like convention. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to like meet everybody there. That'll be so wild. Last time when I went, I had just started Just Fawcett. It was like right when I had graduated school, I got my license. Um, I hadn't gotten my feet very wet yet. Um, and a few people knew me because I wasn't that big yet. I think I had maybe 4,000 followers at the time. So now, like, the other day I went to Target and someone came up to me. (laughs) And I happened to be on the phone with my best friend from dental hygiene school. And this is the third person in two weeks that it's happened. And they, like, came up to me super red, like, super shy and she was like I am the biggest fan ever like I love you I love your journey and like I'm cheering you on I'm really praying for you and your husband and put all the crap aside of like dental like it meant the world to me that someone that doesn't even know me personally was cheering me on about my like infertility and at that moment I was actually having like a really bad day and I I don't want to sound like all, <laughs> um, I guess the word is like godly or anything. That's not the way I want to come across. But I felt like in that moment, God was saying like, just remember your purpose and like why you're doing this and you're helping so many people out. Um, I definitely steered away from like sharing my personal life at one point. And I was like, man, like I teeter-tottered it for a while. It's like, do I want to share this? Do I not? And when I opened up about my infertility with Paul, I was amazed at like the floodgates of people that were like going through the same thing or had gone through the same thing and are dental professionals or healthcare professionals. And I think it's like so taboo of dental professionals or healthcare professionals in general to share their life so personally. Like we, for so many years, had to be a cookie cutter way on social media. Like you couldn't present as anyone else other than like professionalism. And I feel like it took a lot for me to like break that barrier. Um, and I don't know if you feel like, obviously I know you're not trying to get pregnant or anything that I know of, of course, but (laughs) if like you felt like, I guess, scared of the judgment of like not behaving or acting a certain way or professionally as what people view us as. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I'm probably just rambling on. No, absolutely. I definitely feel that way, (laughs) for sure. Like, whenever, you know, you're posting something, that's what I always think of, like, oh, I don't want to say this that way, or I don't want to say it that way. I mean, I try my best to be, like, organic as possible and say whatever the freak I want, but obviously you can't always always do that and so just the fact that you share all of that stuff and because it's so it I can't even imagine you know it it's so emotional and so it's it is very very cool that you are able to talk to so many people about it and 
you know, not just hold it all in. Like, I feel like a lot of people hold all of that inside and then how is like, you're just going to be more sad. So the fact that you're able to share it and talk to everybody about it and then have everybody rooting you on, like, I think about you all the time. Thank you, Just on my drive, like, drive over to home like I was just thinking like oh she hasn't posted like on her story in a while like I was wondering (laughs) about it you know it's so hard because I won't lie to you guys so obviously a lot of you know that if you watch like my stories or what Brit's referring to like I went through my second IUI treatment and it's a whole process guys of emotions like you guys see a fraction of what I go through And I really try my best to be as, like, raw, real, like, in the moment with you guys. But (sighs) aside from, like, the roller coaster of emotions of, like, during that time of the month, the special time of the month, you have to go into the doctor's appointment or doctor's office quite frequently. And they take all these tests on you and you know, you miss work and you're like super stressed about these patients that have booked these appointments six months ago and now you have to cancel on them. And it's like, okay, I feel selfish for taking this time out to like take care of me. That's something that's so important to me. And you get nervous, like asking your bosses, you know, to constantly go to these appointments. And then like, at times, I'm like, man, I really want to share this with everybody. Like, I feel really great right now. And I do the treatment. And then there's this two-week period. And I find out next Wednesday my results. And as the day gets closer, I won't lie. Like, it's so much anxiety. <laughs> People will tell me, like, just relax. Just make the best of it. And I wish I could say, like, yeah. I'm going to do that or I'm going to do this. And I I really do try my best, but you just can't. (laughs) Like there's so much, everything's about timing. And um, yeah, I feel like my, the, the thing about me lately with just Fawcett is like, I've been just shutting down a lot where I just feel like I don't know how to fully give my heart and like Instagram And it's hard because I want to be authentic and I want to be real, but I don't even understand the emotions that I'm going through on a daily basis anymore. (laughs) Like no one taught me how to cope with all these different things that I'm going through, you know? I'm like, do I really want to show up on my stories and be fake when I'm really sad? Like what most people don't know is like when my first IUI failed, it was actually on a Monday and... I had to take it in the morning as directed by my nurse. I took my test and my husband was sleeping and I filmed it because I was actually going to show it on my stories um, later on after I had told Paul and it came back negative and it destroyed me that morning. It literally destroyed me and I had one hour to get to work and get my shit together like an act like my life was okay and not in shambles that day, you know? It's like, it's Monday, you got to get through this whole rest of the week, but you also have to pretend like you're happy for the next eight patients and kind of referring back and circling back to what we were talking about earlier with the different energies of patients, like, you literally have to be 100% all the time. Like, 
if you are down or you are sad and patients see that, they read that energy and then somehow they think it's like a reflection of your work or I don't know, just like the appointment is just totally off. And I don't know if I'm making sense again, but you are, you are, you are. It's just like, wow, this is the first time I'm like opening up about all this. So all these people that are listening to this are really going to get like the scoop of my life right now. But that's kind of what's going on with Just Floss It. It's probably TMI. (laughs) I can't even imagine. I can't imagine taking that test and then going into work that same day and having to see eight patients or whatever. And then you know the first question everybody always says oh how are you doing yeah it's so (laughs) true like Like, I got to work and my boss said hi to me I said hi back and I acted like everything was okay and I went to my room and I started bawling and I was just like I'm not okay like how am I supposed to do this and I literally turned on the water I splashed it on my face and I like you know like lightly like tapped it a little bit to wake me up and I was just like you got this I looked in the mirror I was like you've been through worse shit in your life and you need to pick up and you need to go and you are the only person that can control like your energy right now and your thought process and this is gonna just work out just keep going and that's literally what I told myself and then I just kept going And it got easier after, like, the second patient. I was definitely, like, feeling better because, honestly, if I would have stayed home, I would have just thought about it. But the fact that I was being distracted by all these different people's problems, teeth problems, it helped. (laughs) (laughs) All all this calculus distracted me. Yeah, all the calculus (laughs) on the lower interiors, distal of the third molars, you know, or second molars. It helped distract me for sure. Like, I don't know. Have you ever had, like, just a crappy day and you just, like, show up to work and you're just, like, how am I going to act like everything's okay? I definitely haven't had anything as big as that happen to me and then have to work after. But that I've had my crappy days where you just have to put on this face and pretend that you're all good but I mean I don't think anything would compare to what you're going through I don't know have you seen did you watch Desi Perkins by any chance oh my god we are like dental (laughs) dental like soul sisters sounds so (laughs) cheesy but I am obsessed with Desi and she's literally okay first of all we're talking about Desi Perkins D-E-S-I Perkins P-E-R-K-I-N-S she is a badass beezy excuse my language but (laughs) she is goals and more she has nothing to do with dentistry by the way um she's actually like a makeup artist and she shares parts of her life she didn't actually open up about her infertility fully until um towards obviously uh her conceiving I guess is the right word right um Mm -hmm. and her husband and her had trouble getting pregnant I believe for like seven years right yeah 
Yeah, a long, long time. Yeah, and they went through countless of fertility treatments. And I'm like knocking on wood right now. You know, God bless her soul. She is a strong warrior. (laughs) But I pray to God I don't have to go through that because I will go broke as a joke. And I will need more sponsorships than Colgate and Crest have to offer. (laughs) Well, what I was going to tell you is that I can completely see like just her like storybook ending that she's having like I just see that for you like Thanks, I just friend. know it Thank it's you. coming she has such a beautiful story like I remember watching her story during quarantine and I was just bawling <laughs> yes <laughs> because it was actually like during a time where I really hadn't opened up about it at all to like any of my family members or like to my friends I started to talk about it lightly but I guess I just kind of kept putting it under a pillow and just praying that it would go away. And one day it just hit me like a sack of books. And I would say in August, I fell into a really bad, deep depression and a really bad, deep depression. I think I lost about 10 to like 15 pounds. It's probably the skinniest I've been since a really bad skinny time in my life which was before my wedding but an unhealthy skinny um and I just like couldn't eat or like do certain things that I typically would have done and that's why I came out on Instagram and I started sharing it because I realized like I was being I don't want to say fake but I wasn't being my full complete self and it just felt like wrong of me to do it felt wrong do you find that it's like it it's better for you sharing about it now? I think it's definitely helped me with my depression in a sense of like not feeling alone anymore. Um, I realize like this is a very I don't want to say common, but it is something that happens in a lot of people's lives and most people are scared to talk about it or ashamed to talk about it. And I think that it's just really helped me just feel not alone. And I go to those messages and realize like, okay, like I have all these people that are rooting for me regardless of the outcome. And like, I have to keep going. I have to like, not just prove myself, but also show people that sometimes what you see on social media isn't really realistic or what's going on behind closed doors and I may look to someone watching my stories or looking at my pictures like this successful dental hygienist that's happily married has this beautiful home Um, but the truth is is that I would trade everything in the world to have a baby I would literally give this all up all of it and I don't wish this upon anyone and it has been so hard but like I said I have great days and I have bad days and then I'm just like I have to keep going not just for myself but for everybody that's watching that's also going through like a bad time in their life and I know there's worse stories out there or you know people going through bigger tribulations but 
I think I come from like a different perspective in a sense of like, I just want everyone to succeed in every aspect of their life. And I, I want to see their stories come to life. <laughs> Even yours. Oh, Jasmine, I'm so sorry you're going through all of that. It's okay. It's okay. But I you're, think. you're definitely, it's coming. It is coming. Yeah. I just know. Yeah. It feels, <laughs> it feels better. I feel more optimistic than ever and I'm really excited and I just I pray that everything's gonna work out the way it's supposed to you know yeah and it will it will yeah on a lighter note it's freaking awesome that you're getting your bachelor's degree that you graduated hygiene you're pursuing social media which is a whole different ball game if people don't realize that not only do we work four or five days a week, on top of it, we create content for you. I think for myself, I spend at least one day a week just batch creating content. And then in between patients, sometimes I'll skip a bathroom break and like share, you know, SRPs or treatment that I do. And I understand that people want more, they want more, they want more, but sometimes we can only give so much. <laughs> Yeah, my my office doesn't even let me have my phone in the office, so... Oh, really? You're grounded from your phone when you're in the office? Yeah, so we're not supposed to, so that's why I don't share anything, really, of, like, in my op or... How do you feel like about that? that? Um, hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I understand it, but I really wish that I could... Do you get uh, two, is it 15-minute breaks or two 10-minute breaks a day? I mean, not, not like, scheduled. Um, I If, like, if I have time in between patients or something, I can, like, run to the bathroom. Um, and then I have, like, an hour lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, like, typically find myself, like, taking a 10- or 15-minute break, you know? That's really interesting because I think by law yep. you're allowed to. So I think you can have your phone during those breaks. <laughs> oh, <during those> breaks. <laughs> yeah, so like I just keep my phone. We have like a separate lunchroom, so I just keep my phone in there. But um, I would definitely love to be able to like do what you do, like in the off, like making videos, taking pictures, like so fun. Trust me, it wasn't or, always like that. Like yeah, in the very beginning, so it was funny, very like, awkward because no one else was doing this, right? Like, like I said, it was very taboo to, like, show these type of things, like, behind the scenes, and, like, I wanted to show, like, how fun and, um, like, just how my staff was in general, and I remember when I first started doing it, everybody was very nervous, and not on edge, but they just kind of felt like, you know, are, what are people going to think of me? Are they going to think I'm weird? And I'm like, look, it doesn't matter if we're not wearing makeup, if we look like crap, if <laughs> our hair is a hot mess, or if we don't say things perfectly. Like, that's who we are as people. And I make mistakes every day, and I probably make mistakes all the time in my stories. I know people like to correct me and say, oh, you said this wrong. <laughs> oh, well. Like, life goes on, and you know what in the name I'm talking about. So um, I'm not looking to be perfect. I'm not a professor. I don't plan on being a professor. Um, <laughs> but there is great, 
great hygienists out there that are and they are influencers and you should definitely follow them if that's what you're looking for <laughs> but and I'm probably like, well, yeah over I'm here we say what we, we yeah want, like guess. if I you're find like, a mess words up yeah I'm like damn did you see that cow like I'll refer to calculus <laughs> as cow like I butcher words up. I probably sound more like a rap artist than I do a dental hygienist, but I don't care. My patients come back to me all the time. They love seeing me. And guess what? I get them to brush, floss, use a water pick because I'm just real and honest with them. And sometimes I feel like that works for a lot of people. It may not work for everybody, but I'm just real. I don't know. Maybe too real. I don't know how you are as a hygienist, but I'm just like... Yo, what side of the toothbrush are you using? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've definitely said that to patients. Or, like, That's so funny. are we using anything in between your teeth? Um, come on, like, what have you been doing the last six months? Like, I'm very, like, real. If I get to know them, like, I've seen them two or three times. Or if I feel comfortable. Obviously, you read the person's energy. You don't just jump into hip-hop Jasmine. But... <laughs> 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 like sometimes I'll call like S on my story I'll call like an SRP I'll call it a SERP oh yeah like, what the freak are you saying like, yeah I'd get it it's is it sad that I like I don't even question anything you say <laughs> You're like, I, I really it. don't know why I don't call you more often and just because I think like we are the same yes I agree like <laughs> knowing that you say SERP like I should be calling you and saying, yo, you'll never believe the day that I had today. Like, my my patient before lunch, dude, was gnarly. Had cow everywhere, food everywhere. I didn't know what to do. I messed up. I think I left a little tartar on the distal of 19. I just documented it. I did the best I could. Like, the doctor what messed up on this. This piece of, like, brown caca is? Yeah, the piece of brown caca. I found a hair. I found a nasty, what I thought is a pubic hair. I could be mistaken, but it was short and curly and black. <laughs> could have been a mustache hair, but they didn't have a mustache. Yeah, it could have been a mustache, but this was a woman, so I don't think it was. <laughs> that is so funny. I like, yeah, the way you um, are able to have your phone out and like record Helen and like your doctor is so cute. And I would love 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 to do that at my office like the staff there is absolutely amazing and out of all the offices I've ever worked at it is my favorite and one of the reasons is because of everybody that I work with dude that's exactly how I feel about my offices and I think that's why I begged them like I actually told them like please let me share you more because if people saw how fun we were I know they'll come to our office like I know we'll turn their idea of dentistry around and you will like, believe it or not, I bring a lot of patients to my offices and it's so neat because people are basing what they see off of my stories, right? Like our office. And it kind of sucks too, because I don't know if they're expecting a show once they arrive. Like, are they (laughs) expecting us to crack jokes 24 seven? Like, are we expected to perform on a certain level? Like, I don't know the expectations of these people, but um, it's definitely changed our entire work environment since I started sharing them more on Instagram. 
Like our work environment is just so fun to come to work to every single day. It's crazy. I never thought I would say that. That is so cool. And I feel like the more we talk about being working in a happy dental office environment, the more hygienists and dental assistants will strive to work at those kinds of offices. A hundred percent. Just knowing that they're out there. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know it's, you know, the end of the week for you, and I don't know what you're about to go do on this lovely afternoon, but I hope that you're going to go enjoy it um, with your boo thing. Um, (laughs) It was such a pleasure talking to you. If you guys aren't following her, her Instagram handle is Brush with Brit, and I think you have a podcast too, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Is that one Brush with Brit as well? Yep. Sick. All right. You heard it there too. Both of them are brushed with Brit. You should go follow her. She is the bomb.com and she also talks about SERPs. If you don't know what a SERP <laughs> is, it's SRP, aka scale and root plane or deep cleaning, whatever you want to call it. But it was so awesome talking to you and I just, I love you. So thanks for coming on my podcast and I hope you have a fun, good night. All right. I love you too. Thank you, Hip Hop Jasmine, for having me on your awesome podcast. Like, Yo, thanks for joining uh, QJustFlossetPodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> now for the Usher song. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, it's so great. Thank you again. I freaking love you. You're the best. Of course. But before you go, what's your favorite hip hop song? My favorite hip hop Oh my gosh. Off the top of my head. I'll give you mine if you give me yours. Oh my, oh mine, gosh. the one song that will always get me on the dance floor. I don't care if you think I'm ratchet after this or judge me sideways. Oh. I love Get Low. Like, you put that on at a wedding, at a graduation, you name it, I'm there. Okay, well, you know, you know, shake that ass. <laughs> <laughs> that one that goes, shake that ass ask for me no shake. no okay, okay. no no okay okay um shake that ass watch yourself shake no, your ass. shake that ass show me what you're working with show me what you're oh, working God. with why did i do that that one yeah that is a great jam <laughs> well you heard it from her um if you heard this you should definitely direct message her and tell her your favorite hip-hop song if not tell me as well i would love to know yours <laughs> All right, Toots. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Thanks for joining me on this week's podcast. I enjoyed having Brush with Brit. She is one of my good friends from IG that I feel so lucky to call my friend. Today's podcast was sponsored by OrthoBuddy, an orthodontic toothbrush made for traditional and lingual brackets. You guys haven't tried it yet. You should actually go give it a shot. You can find them on their website, www.ortho-buddy.com or on their Instagram at ortho underscore buddy. And you will find amazing TikTok videos and reels that show forth what how the brush works itself. It's super, super soft. I know that we all, all of us dental professionals, push soft bristled toothbrush. And this definitely works so well around brackets. And it's gentle. It helps prevent white spot decalcification, cavities, and gum issues by cleaning all around and in between the brackets, elastics, and up to the gums. If you haven't tried them, go give them a shot today. They also do lunch-ins, 
through the web or they come to your office, which I think is so cool. I mean, which how many of us don't want a free lunch? I know I do. I always love free lunches. So go give them a follow or hit them up. Uh, It was lovely having you guys on today. Until next time, deuces. Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at justflossit.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at justflossit. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, y'all. Not the time to let you come a little closer Gotta keep myself out the line of fire I always go home instead Of casting out my heart and taking bets You got me thinking Maybe it's not worth it The worst, the best I've ever been Push away anyone but you Make it on my own like I always do But when you come around I got something to lose Yeah Don't wanna be alone with anyone but you You're coming like there's nobody else in this room Cause I could walk away from anyone but you Tell me, don't you feel a kind of